Hello, and welcome back to the Fast and the Furious podcast. Uh, this is episode 65, F9, the Fast Saga. In this episode, we're going to be covering F9, the Fast Saga. Uh, we're going to cover you know, some certain details about the film, my thoughts based and opinions regarding the film itself. Is this a great movie? Um, absolutely not. But like I said, before we get into all of that, we're going to get into our extracurricular activities and our Hot off the streets of her Fast and the Furious. So let's go ahead and let's get into our extracurricular activities. It's always my favorite. So what have I been up to since the last time recorded recorded um, our Hobbs and Shaw episode? Not much, you know, uh, just chilling out, hang, hang, you know, watching TV, watching movies. Uh, just, you know, chilling and, like, and, you know, hanging with the pups. I'm on, I'm on dog duty again, as it seems, and that's okay with me. Uh, I don't mind it. Um, I know it's chilly outside, so I hope you guys are staying warm. Uh, just watching, like I said, movies, TVs, movies from a library that I've rented. Um, my own movies. Um, that's kind of just basically about it. Uh, not a whole lot going on, really. You know, my birthday, my 31st birthday is actually coming up next Wednesday. Oh my goodness, it's hard to believe that I'm going to be 31. It's crazy. Uh, so if you guys want to, uh, you can, uh, Give me a, a voicemail or voice shout out on, on here on the podcast. Uh, just you know, just shoot a vo- happy birthday. Or if you guys have Instagram, you know, follow me, follow the podcast page on Instagram. You know, uh, wish me a happy birthday. Uh, I would very much appreciate it. Uh, a voicemail would be great um, here uh, for the podcast. Um, here on Anchor, you can do that here on Anchor. Uh, you know, shoot me a happy birthday. Uh, wish me a happy birthday. Uh, would be be uh, very helpful. Uh, so now we're going to get into. Uh, or hot off the news related to Fast and the Furious. So what is going on? What is new and hot off the streets of Fast and the Furious? Uh, not much. Uh, I think it was yesterday it was posted that Fast 10 is going to be gearing up for production um, in April, this coming April. So we'll finally get to see some of those behind-the-scenes photos. I hope that we, you know, Vin Diesel, you know, as he did you know, during the filming of Fast 9, I hope he really does, you know, Give us you know that behind the scenes uh, progress of Fast Ten. I know they leave immediately after Fast Ten to go shoot Fast Eleven, um, as well. Uh, both of those films will be shooting back to back, so that's about it. I know it was posted that Bray, Bray Larson, who plays uh, Captain Marvel, would like to express interest in uh, joining Fast and the Furious. I don't mind it. I think you know Bray Larson would be a great entry, uh, be a great addition to the Fast and Furious franchise. But again, um, this coming April, Fast 10 is starting production, so this is going to be crazy. I hope this movie is fun. I know it's going to be an awesome, awesome ride. This is the, we finally made it to the finale of this franchise. I'm excited. So, yeah, let's go ahead. And that is basically it off to how that's new that I know of that's new and hot off the streets for Fast and the Furious. I don't know anything else that is new. Um... So, without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into F9, The Fast Saga, Lap 3. Uh, so, F9, The Fast Saga, uh, is the ninth entry, the ninth mainline entry in the Fast and Furious franchise. Uh, this movie takes place um, after the events of F9 and after Hobbs and Shaw, no, Fate, the Fate of the Furious and Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, to me, the, I remember, like, uh, when this movie came out, it, this before this movie came, this movie... Uh, when we talk about this film, we talk about you know how many delays this film has 
uh, faced, uh, this movie faced so many day delays. It uh, originally was scheduled to be the hit in April of 2019. That that unfortunately did not happen because of Hobbs and Shaw. The Universal uh, required Hobbs and Shaw to accompany the 2019 uh, release calendar year. And then it was unfortunately pushed out to April of 2020. Then it was pushed out to May 2020. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. Uh, then, of course, no COVID hit, and it was pushed out to 2021, April, May, then June of 2021. It is now out. It's been o- almost over a year since the movie's release. Um, I unfortunately uh, was not the big. I know I'm one of the few who was not the biggest fan of this movie. This movie has so many countless issues and delays i mean like issues with the story i mean the story was not really all that hot uh the action is is absurd it's over the top and they could have toned it down a bit of course no we do go to space in this movie it just unfortunately it didn't really do much it didn't really do much in space i thought like we when we talked about going to this movie going to space uh hold on i gotta check something quick i gotta Okay, sorry about that. Uh, like we, when we talk about space, okay, we talk about you know is you know, everyone going to space? You no, know, the like there's gonna be like a certain sequence, like big action sequence set in space. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. So the, the space sequence in this film was so disappointing. Uh, I it just it kind of it was kind of over top. I remember like, they talk about like where could they go next with the franchise? I know Michelle Rodriguez mentioned. The only thing left to do with this franchise is to go sci-fi. Unfortunately, the space sequence basically sucked. It was the most absurd and most boringest sequence you can possibly come up with. And I think what really uh, dragged out this film was the flashbacks. I mean, the flashbacks, you know, guarding the backstory between Dom, uh, his brother, this unknown brother, uh, Jacob, played by John Cena. Uh, it, you know, the backstory, it just did... I mean, like, all these flashbacks, you know, just really dragged out the entire film. And it, these, fla- these flashbacks were not needed. They did not need to add these flashbacks into this film, into the course of the story. It just, it drags out. Of course, you know, we get uh, Han, 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 my man Han uh, from Tokyo Drift. Um, you see him in the beginning of four, five, and six. Uh, but unfortunately, no, he was out of seven and eight. Um, but unfortunately, he's back. And I feel like, you know... What was unfair about this that, that you know they talked about bringing him back, bringing him back. I know they kept it a secret, uh, like for so long. Uh, but you know, and again, when we finally get to see him back. I feel like they didn't really give him much. Like they really didn't give him, you know, the proper story that they were supposed to do. Like give him this proper justice. Uh, and it just didn't quite cut it for me. And um, I just I was felt so let down. Like they, it just. I mean, you know, I get why people wanted Han to come back. It was the, the Justice for Han movement that that occurred uh, during all this, uh, and of course, you know, it it just you know that a lot of that had to do with the ending of Fate of the Furious. Uh, you know, like them accepting you no know, Deckard Shaw into the fold you know, at the family you know they complained and complained you no know, Deckard Shaw after all he did all this and that like you know it was like but at the end of Fate of the Furious he's sitting down at the family barbecue. But we learned what really truly happened to Han. Han is not dead. He his death was actually faked to, to keep him uh, you know safe from everything that had occurred. Uh that of course you know was 
basically a big part of Mr. Nobody, Kurt Russell. Man, he was so fun. He was such a fun guy and a crazy great actor. I hope, I truly hope we actually bring him back for the final two installments. Um, well, so a lot of this has occurred. I mean, no, Mr. Nobody helped uh, Han to fake his death and stuff like that. It just, it didn't quite cut it. it and just, you know, everything else just, just occurred. I mean, like, Han's death, you know, his supposedly fake death, it just didn't quite cut it. And then, you know, of course, you know, the thing that kind of bugged me about the film is that they really didn't give him, you know, enough screen time. Like, the screen time, we see him, like, here, like, pop up in Tokyo, then, you know, then he's basically just, like, in the final act. He just, part of the final act. Like, he doesn't give the proper, they didn't give him the proper screen time that he was supposed to have in this film. And that was really a, just a huge, huge letdown. Uh, but, like I said, so let's go ahead and get into some of the backstory about the film. The backstory, the, the flashbacks, some of the flashbacks are supposed to help. They were curated, curated uh, to help us understand understand the first film a little bit. Uh, to me, I didn't need to understand the first film. I know the first film. I've seen the first movie so many times. I pretty much know it by heart. Like, I don't care about the actual backstory of Dom and all that. I, I don't care about all that. Like, none of us actually cared about any of that. Like, if you want to do a backstory on Dom, you know, do like a spinoff. Like, save it for a spinoff that you can tell it in a proper manner. That's how you do it. Don't just go shove it, you know, all this, you know, backstory, you know, into one movie. You're going to run, overrun this movie. This movie is so long. It's, it's a really, it's long. I mean, like, it's, you know, uh, one of, the, it's actually the first movie to be that long. It's, you know, in the director's cut, uh, when we actually do come back again to talk about this film, we're going to be talking about it again. But when that happens, we're actually not going to be talking about, you know, breaking down a little bit of the director's cut of the film as well. Uh, the director's cut, it's okay. It helps the movie a little bit. It helps start. There's like some stuff that was cut out of some scenes that I think a couple of scenes or something like that were delete that were supposed to be deleted. They were cut back in. Uh, no, I know there's one scene where in the commentary, uh, you know, Justin Lin explained why the scene was cut. Uh, he felt like it just didn't quite fit. It's the one like though we finally get to see Mia for the first time. You know, we see her introduction. It was her it was to be her original introduction back into the story, back into this universe. Uh, but unfortunately, the scene just can't didn't quite cut it. For me personally, it's okay. I mean, like it doesn't really do anything. All it does, you know. See, just there for there to help out. And then, of course, now we get into the big, the the big set piece, action set piece, uh, which is okay. I mean, like, of course, like when we talk about this action, just gigantic action pack, action set piece of the movie. Uh, of course, so they're driving through the jungle. You know, they're supposed to be looking for this plane that had crashed that went down. Um, of course, you no know, cipher, cipher is back as well. Which is really cool. I mean, of course, you know, there's a vendetta that a personal vendetta that Cipher holds. She holds a personal vendetta against Dom and his team and the crew for what happened at the end of the Fate of the Furious. So she's back. Um, so this plane, you know, kind of went down. Though Mister Nobody, um, you know, caught Mister Cipher. Of course, you no know, a rogue agent. You no know, kind of. You know, we finally learn about who the actual rogue agent was. Uh, but we that's not really revealed until towards the end of the movie, until like you know, we get into the 
first part of the third act of the film. But overall, this gigantic action piece set in the jungle, it's okay. I mean, it's not no, a fantastic action set piece. A lot of it is CGI-based. You can tell either when they say it's not actually CGI, it is... To, you know when it's, when things are CGI'd because you can totally see it. Like, you can totally see the CGI stuff, or CGI stuff is, you see where, like, where stunt cars are, or stunt dummies are. You can see a lot of it. And, of course, you know, I think what really drug, you know, like, where they went over the top and kind of jumped, like, really jumped the shark is when the Tarzan swing, when the the Dodge Charger Hellcat you know, slingshots its way across from one cliff to the next and lands. But that's kind of taking, though, know, this, this is proving the show you how absurdity and ridiculous these stunts are actually becoming, like these movies are starting to become. Um, I know a lot of people complain, like, no, these movies are unrealistic, blah, blah, blah. Like, I get it, and it's okay. It's not that big of a fucking... It's not that big of an effing deal. I don't care. I'm simply, you know, watch these films to be entertained. That's all I care about. I don't care about the story. I don't care about any of the characters. Some of these characters, I they they flesh in you know, you show no ounce of caring like you don't care um, about the end of the characters like few select characters that you kind of care about and you kind of don't care about um, of course you know let's see of course we still you know learn Dom is still a father he's still trying to adjust to his life of, of fatherhood as a father to his son and of course you know, in this movie we see Dom you know starting to settle down um, and that is briefly interrupted. Uh, when you no, know, they get this you no know, message from Mister Nobody, but he you no. Know, when he says, I love when he says, like when Brian and Mia became parents, they got it. When that's when they got out of the game. But like, and then Lydia says, no, it's not that simple. It's not. We're not them. Oh, uh, but you know, Dom. Only thing that Dom really cared about mostly is taking care of his son and raising his son. That's all he cared about. Like his, you no. Know, he wanted to leave that life of a quarter mile. Uh, behind him, he wanted to put that in, his, in the rear view, but he doesn't do that. He cannot do that. It, you know, this next thing that comes forth, you know, which is basically his estranged brother Jacob, played by John Cena, resurfaces, and then all havoc breaks loose. Uh, of course, you know, uh, we do get a, a big, uh, bit of a London set piece. You know, this film, you know, there's a, a part of this film which is set in London. It's really, really cool. Uh, of course, you no. Know, Quinny Shaw's back and stuff like that, which is amazing. Uh, of course, when we see briefly her, she makes she makes a brief appearance in the Fate of the Furious. Of course, she makes appearance a brief appearance appearance in in Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, but overall, uh, I feel like this movie they could have done more. I really wanted more from this film. They could have done more from this film. Um, and look, now, if you really want to know what the film is about, I would. You know, basically, you know, of course, you no know, says unbelievable jaw-dropping action. Of course, it's unbelievable. Like, we, you know, we've seen you know, the chorus of these movies, the chorus of this franchise, and stuff like that. But, so, if you really want to know what the movie's about, I'll read you the synopsis. Uh, Dom Charretto thought he left his outlaw life behind, life in the rearview mirror, sorry, but not even he can outrun the past. His forsaken brother, Jacob, unexpectedly resurfaces as an elite assassin. The crew, the crew comes back together to help Dom settle in old score and stop a familiar foe's uh, plot 
you know, some there's some stuff in here is kind of hard to, to pronounce. So plot from destroying from destroying their family. We know who that is. That is basically Cipher. Franchise direct French franchise veteran Justin Lin returns to the director's seat for F9 and delivers delivers this supercharged version of the hit film from an extended action to spectacular scenes that weren't shown in theaters. F9, the director's cut, explodes with an additional content that can only be experienced on home entertainment. So basically, that's basically what the director's cut is. Of course, you, know, you get bonus features. This includes uh, the director's cut and the theatrical version. Um, I've seen vo- both versions already. I know both versions are pretty decent. Uh, the director's cut is kind of okay. Kind of helps out the film a little, but not that much. Um, you get the, ga- the gag grill. F9 all in, particularly fat, whatever, fast, whatever, shifting priorities, justice for Han, a day on the set with Justin Lin, John Cena, supercar, super fan, feature commentary with co-producer, co-writer, director Justin Lin, that's only available on the director's cut. So you're only going to get to see that, and only hear the, the commentary on when you watch the director's cut. Uh... But overall, F9 um, is just an okay film. It's not the greatest, nor is it the best film in the franchise. Um, so now uh, I'm kind of, I don't want to make this a very long episode. I kind of want to keep it you know, short and you know, whatever because I know I got other things to do. Uh, Alright, so I'm going to get into my final thoughts of the Fast and Furious franchise. I'm gonna, well, F9, the Fast Saga. Uh, my final thoughts and opinions on this film. Is this movie a great movie? No. Could this movie actually be better? Absolutely. In every sense of the word, this film could have been so much better if they just focused on the story you know, and the characters that you know, we come to know and love over the course of this franchise. Uh, instead of you know, adding, you know, could, could they have saved the flashbacks for a different time? Absolutely. Absolutely. Could they have cut out the flashbacks? Absolutely. They could have cut it, cut out all the flashbacks. I mean, all the flashbacks just didn't need to be there. Like, none of us care about characters' backstories. Like, I didn't even care about the backstories of Han. I mean, not Han, me, Dom, Jacob, whatever. Like, I didn't care about any of it. Um, of course, like, when we talk about some of the backstory, we actually... Of course, like, you know, as mentioned in the first film, you know, Dom does beat up this person, you know, this... Leonard guy, Kenny Leonard guy, because uh, he really uh, believed that he's the one who killed their father, killed the another dad. Unfortunately, that was never actually true. Uh, but you know, in in F nine, you know, in the movie, in the flash, there's a flashback. We see everything kind of unfold. Some of these events unfold through the eyes of Jacob. Jacob, you know, we get to see it you no know, unfold through his eyes. Um, why Dom forsaken him? Um, of course, you know, that's also, you know, kind of like when he hears, like, you never turn your back on family. We heard that we heard that so many times. But unfortunately, in F9, Dom actually did, did turn his back on family. He turned his back on Jacob. Um, of course, you know, he did also do that in F8, The Fate of the Furious as well. So, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Dom, you lose both times on that one. Uh, but overall, I mean, like, you know, this movie, it just... I'm not going to 
criticize, continue to criticize films, saying that this is absolutely the worst film in the franchise because it's really not. Uh, but I, I just don't care. For, I mean, I, like I said, uh, I wasn't the biggest fan. I wanted more from this film. I wanted to, you know, love this film. You know, it's just like with you no know, Furious Seven. I wanted to love Furious Seven. Unfortunately, I didn't. Uh, but it's just like with F. F8, I didn't care for it. That movie was just absolutely atro atrocious. That was garbage. Of course, you no know, six was awful. Four, we just don't talk about because I hate talking about four. That was just, um, but like I said, this movie could just it just you know they could have toned down the action, you no know, focus on the story like they like they they used to do. Um, you know, give the story you know a little bit more time. And of course, you no know, give Han. They could have given Han a little more. Screen time. No, I do like the fact that you no, know, he actually through his eyes. I do like the fact though they do give him, let him, you know, explain what happened, you know, how he survived um, Tokyo Drift, the events of Tokyo Drift, and stuff like that, and seven, all that stuff. I do uh, that. I do appreciate, but you no, know, you could have, you know, uh, given him a little more screen time. I would have been satisfied. You no, know, they could have given us, you know, an appearance of Brian O'Connor, like like they like they promised. They didn't. I mean, they you know they promised on in the second trailer. They you know they show show us an archive footage of Brian from Fury Seven, but you know in the actual movie you don't get to see that. You know they could have given us that. Like of course, you know, we see you know the blue um Nissan Skyline from F Four show up at the very end of the movie, but we don't. They don't show us who gets out of the car. Like they don't show us Brian. Like that's what I want. That's what I really wanted. I wanted to see Brian O'Connor because, like I said, Brian O'Connor is such a huge was such a huge part of this franchise. So yeah, I mean, they could have done more of this film. They could have so take time, you know, give you no know, write a proper script, write a proper story, um, and stuff like that. Then fantastic, you know, you know, give us an, like, what they could have done with the space sequence, um, you know, they could have done better, like, they could have done so much better, I wanted so much more from the space sequence, that unfortunately didn't happen, um, but overall, my thoughts and opinions on the film, like I said, it's, it's just, it's, it's a mad, it's a bland film, it's cheesy, you know, like I said, it's cheesy, it's corny, it's Fast and the Furious, I mean, what more do you, do you expect, it's Fast and the Furious, I mean, like, there's nothing more, like, you can expect from a Fast and the Furious movie, that, you know, this, this franchise is over the top, and it's crazy, like I said, you know, Fast and the Furious, you know, to me, it's, it, you know, this franchise, you know, I do love, I do enjoy watching these films, I do love, you know, always coming back to these movies and stuff like that, but, you know, in the way for me, for for me personally, like I have to basically in order to watch this franchise, I basically have to sit down and actually turn my brain off. And unfortunately for me, for two for two and a half hours, I have to I have to do it because that's the only way I can get through this franchise. Because if I don't turn my brain off, I'm not going to get through any of these movies. And um, half the time, like I said, no, nope. that's basically going to do it. You know, uh, for my final thoughts and opinions on. F nine. Uh, um, what else can we cover? I mean, you know, like I said, I don't want to make this a very long actual episode. Um, not much to cover. Like I said, you know, Fast Ten begins production. You know, this coming April. Like that's like literally two months away. Uh, I'm excited. Like I said, I hope Vin Diesel, you know, really does keep us up to date. You no, know, you no, know, on production of the movie, the progress, you no know, production progress. 
you know, the movie like he did, you know, with, you know, when, like, like, you know, like, like he did with the filming of Fast 9, during the filming of Fast 9, you know, he really, you know, kept us up to date, you know, on the progress and stuff like that of the, of the movie, uh, like, you know, that's, that's all I, that's all I, I, I ask, like, just keep, you know, Vin Diesel, you know, just, just, you know, all I ask is that you keep us up to date, like, you, sh you know, on the progress of Fast 10 and stuff like that, you know, and deliver us an unbelievable, amazing movie coming in 2023. I can't wait for Fast 10. I think, you know, Fast 10 is, is it's just going to be a crazy, crazy ride. And I am, personally, to say, I am excited for Fast 10. You know, this is the finale. Um, this is, you no know, part one of of the grand finale of Fast. I'm excited. Uh, of course, you know, Fast 11 will shoot um, after Fast 10. Like I said, they're supposed to shoot know both uh, these films back to back so that is exciting uh what i of course i would love you know to see brie larson part of the front you know her, see her part of fast and the furious would be great i think she'll be a great addition to, to the franchise of course my man jason momoa he's part of fast 10 um that is truly amazing um all I, like I said, you know, if we don't get to see Brian, I hope that they do bring Brian back, you know, for Fast 11. You know, give us Brian, like, all I ask, you know, give us Brian, like, you truly want to close this franchise on a good note. Give us Brian O'Connor, then we're good. That's all I ask. That's all I want is Brian O'Connor. Um, so that is going to do, guys, for this episode, episode 55, F9, The Fast Saga. Lack three. Uh, this episode is produced by our acting producer, Sandy Nicola. Our, our main producer is out of out of town right now. Uh, and I don't have, I think I have any other news. Like I, like I mentioned, my birthday, my thirty first birthday is next Wednesday, March second. It's crazy, guys. I know it is crazy. I'm turning thirty one. Can you believe it? I personally cannot. It's gonna be crazy. Um, I don't have any major plans for my birthday. Uh, so that is going to do, guys. Um, as we are recording this episode, we have one more episode left, and that is our uh, tuna recap relap episode. Uh, before that episode, we're actually going to be binging the Fast and Furious franchise uh, for one last time. Not really the last final time, but I just want to binge the, the franchise one more time to get myself freshened up to talk about the franchise. Of course, there's going to be one more ranking for uh, during our tuna tuna recap. Uh, episode of course i hope you guys stay tuned at the end of that episode because there's going to be a major announcement for the upcoming lap lap four um so so this is episode 55 f9 the fast saga uh now our next episode will be our tune-up a tune-up recap relap episode we closing out f9 i mean this lap three we're going to talk about you know what to expect from lap four how can we improve uh our new lap, so, of course, you know, like I said, we'll be heading back to L.A. soon for the Fast and the Furious to start all over again. Uh, of course, you know, we're going to have our piss offs like usual. We didn't do as many. I know we we didn't record as many, but, and that is okay, guys. I know um, I just, I've been busy. I, have, I just had a lot going on. I just, I'm busy these days. I don't get a chance to actually sit down and record. Usually when I do, it, you know, sometimes I just I have nothing else to talk about. And I'm tired, so... That is it, guys. Have a great uh, rest of your evening. S stay warm. Uh, stay fast. Stay furious. And I'll see y'all next time. Hopefully soon for our next episode. 
tune-up, recap, relap, close out lap three, and then we'll be back to talk about the Fast and the Furious for the fourth time. I don't know when that will be, but it will be soon. Take care, guys. I love y'all, and peace out.